Hi, and welcome to another episode of Mums Figuring It Out. And I'm Roxanne St. Clair, and I'm here with my partner in awesomeness, Joe Alexis. Hi, everybody. Glad you have tuned in for another episode with us. And today we are going to talk about looking after ourselves and um, what that means and how that translates in our life and the impact that has. So, Roxanne, do you want to kick us off with uh, what, you, what, what comes to mind? Um, I th- when I think about um, taking care of self, I think about the little things we do in order to ensure that we feel good. So, for example, I know when I wake up, even before I open my eyes, one of the first things I do is I make sure I'm breathing properly. And I have this sense of gratitude because the fact that I've actually woken up because we, you know, we know that no day is guaranteed. So the fact that I've been given the opportunity to have another 24 hours, hopefully, where I can actually create some difference and have an impact, I'm grateful for that. So that's always my way of starting my day. And that just sets the tone for me as to how I'm going to be throughout the day. And I think that's really important. Well, I know for me, it's really important. And it's something I just do naturally now. I don't have to think about it. I automatically do that. And then I open my eyes and, well, if, actually, before I even open my eyes, I start sort of visualising certain things that I want in my life and just have that space because it, for me, it creates a really sort of calm and zen-like space and environment for me to then gently bring myself into the day so I'm not one of those people that can wake up and have to start brushing around that's just not me and my day wouldn't feel right if I was to wake up like that so Joe, what about you what does um taking care of yourself mean to you yeah it's 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 um I think we're very similar actually in that respect um likewise the first thing I do when I open my eyes is to say thank you um thank you for another day um just appreciating the fact that like you said that you know I've you know the way I see it is if I you know I get to see another day then I have opportunities um to to serve to help people to be kind to people to be compassionate like there's so many things that you know once I've opened my eyes I have the opportunity to do and also similar to similarly to you um when I, you know I kind of have my morning routine so I have a few things that I do in the morning, um, which help me, which help to set the tone for my day. Um, because I really like to own my mornings and because I think that that's what, it, it sets me up for the day in the way of like, right, okay, I'm ready, I'm prepared. You know, I don't like to get lost in scrolling through my phone um, or anything like that. I'm very intentional about my mornings. Um, I say my prayers, I might do a bit of reading and uh, listen to something inspirational. So it's really just gearing me up for the day. And it really does do that for me. Um, so I'm I'm normally quite, quite I'm a morning person and I'm, I'm up and I'm bubbly. And I think it's because of those practices that I um, do in the morning before I head off for my day. Oh yeah, and yeah, uh, but as you said, we're both very similar in that context in that we have we feel that we have to govern our mornings so that they're about us and they are you know our introduction into the day and in terms of 
you know, I think it just generally is, well, self-care because we, it covers such a vast area. And I, I know it's a term that's quite banded about quite a lot nowadays, but I think it's such a, a personal thing, whereas it's not about anybody else. It's not to show anybody else anything. It's really how do we really know ourselves so that we can take care of our needs properly? Because nobody... I don't feel that anybody can tell another individual exactly what they need in order to take care of themselves. It's a thing where we have that personal connection and we know what feels right for us. And sometimes you know, we try and hide it, we try and deny it, but our bodies, for example, tell us what we need and it's whether we choose to listen or not. Mm. And so it's a simple thing like, you know, if we need to have something to drink, we either feel thirsty or sometimes we it's disguised as feeling hungry, but when all it is is that we're dehydrated and we need to have something to drink. Or if we eat something and it's not right for us, we feel it within our bodies. that It doesn't feel right. Either we feel bloated or we get an ache or a pain. And our bodies, you know, tell us straight away, uh-uh, that's not for you. But we like to ignore it sometimes because we like to be naughty. <laughs> what about you, Joe? <laughs> I love that. I, I love the fact that you said it's about finding what's right for you. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I think that's so true because, um, you know, everyone's different and we all have different needs and, and you might need different things at different times of the day. And so I think it is really, um, you know, even if you have a morning routine, it, it's personalised to you rather than kind of dictated to to you and I think I think there's a few things that you know like we talked about gratitude and that's you know and, and being grateful um when we wake up in the morning um but yeah I think self-care is is really about like you said catering to your needs and, and being aware of what your needs are um and that you know that will change throughout the day um you know do you like you said you know do you need to move your body at a certain time of the day do you feel tired at a certain time of the day and therefore you need to move your body or do you need to hydrate um so it's it's really that awareness of you know how are you feeling um you know i like to meditate as well you know and that and that could just be like just being conscious of my breath for for a few moments and that in itself can help to reset your day you know when you've got that afternoon slump maybe it's just that you just need to pause for a bit and you need to breathe take a few deep breaths and reset um and you know it because that affects your you know your productivity um and how you go throughout your day so it's really being aware of you know kind of you know what what, what time of day are you most effective like i'm a morning person so i can get lots done in the morning um i can also have a nap that's part of my self-care um but i can have a nap i can have a 20 minute nap and i can feel like i've had eight hours of sleep and then i'm rebooted and i could go again um but i know that everyone's everyone is different so i think it's just like you said being aware of your own needs your body um and then and then responding to that as well because it can be quite easy to get caught up in a to-do list which is never going to stop, let's face it, our to-do list can go on and on and on and we just keep adding to them. So, you know, to think that you're going to get through your to-do list in a day um, is is probably going to make you feel like uh, you're not achieving much, even though you have achieved a lot just because you haven't ticked everything off. Um, I like to prioritise how many things I do, but just being aware of, of things like that. Um, what, what's your 
What's your thoughts? Two things have popped up for me just listening to you. I love the fact that you mentioned about the breath because I that is the, one of the foundations, definitely. And many of us do not breathe properly. I know myself sometimes that I'm going through um, unconsciously breathing, which means that I'm not breathing deep down into my stomach because I'm supposed to be, or deep down into my abdomen, not even my stomach, as I'm supposed to be. And I have to catch myself at times and think, oh, hold on a minute, you need to breathe properly. Mm-hmm. And, because if we're not breathing properly, our body is literally running on fumes. So <laughs> the breath is so important. And somebody um, taught me a couple of years ago now that even when we're eating, the way we breathe when we're eating dictates how our body actually breaks down the food that we're eating. So wow. again, many of us do not breathe properly when we're eating. That's why some people store certain things on their body from their food because the the, the the oxygen, I suppose, isn't there in the levels that needs to be in order for the body to do its work and break down the food that we're eating. And when I heard that, it really made my eyes open because when I started to think, that makes a lot of sense. But I hadn't thought about it before until somebody had told me. So that was one of the things that you brought to mind when you spoke. And I'm just trying to think now what was that? Oh, that was the other thing. You mentioned the to-do list. See, I'll get so carried away now. (laughs) You mentioned the to-do list. And that to-do list, where you said the never-ending to-do list, and again, we're both coaches. And something that I've started to practice a while now, again, is that I'm not going to put more than five things on a to-do list in any one day because I'm just kidding myself if I think I'm going to be doing all these things. And to be honest with you, my latest philosophy has been that if I get one main thing accomplished in any day, it's been a successful day and I'm happy. (laughs) And I'm being so easy on myself. I've been so gentle with myself now. I am not stressing to do 101 different things because how many of them are really relevant? So I'm cutting back on that list because I just want to know I'm getting significant things done in any one day and find that I can get more done than the time I spend worrying about the things that were on the list that I haven't got done. Because what we do is we give ourselves 20 things to do. We may get one or two done, we get a distraction, And then we start fretting and worrying of the things we haven't done. So it takes up all of our energy. So we then can't focus and go on to other things on the list. And then we say, okay, we'll put it onto tomorrow's list. Tomorrow we'll add things onto the list. And we just create this cycle for ourselves where we just stress ourselves. And then we're beating ourselves up over the fact that, oh, I'm not getting anything done. But who did it to us? We did. (laughs) I'm feeling the passion, Roxanne. I'm feeling the passion. (laughs) Yeah, I'm almost bouncing up my chair now. But... <laughs> so you've got me there. You mentioned the to-do list and now you've got me on the soapbox. <laughs> oh, God. Do you know what? You dropped so many nuggets there. You know I love my nuggets. But, um, yes, what, what, you were, what you were just saying about um, the to-do list. And, 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 again, I'm quite similar to you. I, I normally think of the three things that I need to get done that day. And it's not to say that you don't have a to-do list and you have other things on there, but I'm always like, okay, what are my top, what are the three things I must do today? Or who are the people I really need to connect with today? 
um, and you know try and prioritize my work that way and I do appreciate in certain industries this this can vary slightly but I you know that that's kind of what I try to do is kind of like okay what three things can I get done today um, and focus on those and so therefore if you only you have if you have three things on there then any if you tick those off and you get some other stuff done then it's a bonus it's a complete win-win day exactly. um, and I think that's that's quite motivating and encourages you to keep going because you know the other thing you said on the flip side of that is you can then worry about well I didn't get through my to-do list today with 20 items on it which is not surprising because that's a lot to put on your to-do list um, and then you go into the worry zone and then you you go into the fretting zone and you you start to beat yourself up um, about what you didn't accomplish and forget what you actually did accomplish because you probably did still accomplish a lot um, and I think sometimes we just you know and part of self-care is actually being more compassionate with ourselves and not beating ourselves up and not being so harsh on ourselves so I think that's really important and then you also talked about um, focusing and, and distractions um, and in our technology era, distractions are easy. Those mobile phones, put them away. <laughs> but again, you know, being more mindful about when you check your phone, um, you know, because I, I don't know what the stats are, but apparently we check our phones a lot of times a day without even realising. So again, we can, you know, put things into place so that we're we're more mindful of how often we're looking at our phone do we need to look at it put it away check it at sort of scheduled times during the day etc um so yeah it's just kind of thinking of how can we make our lives easier really um and take care of ourselves more and um because we'll feel so much better for it you know taking that little time out as you know i'm, I'm passionate about self-care anyway and you know i always i always think that you know if we can take even 10 minutes and I know a lot of us will say, 10 minutes, I haven't got time, 10 minutes for myself. Um, but if you think that there's 24 hours in a day, I think we can all take just 10 minutes, whether it's just to breathe, to step outside, whether you go for a walk or you just step outside and take some breaths, um, whether you read something, you listen to something um, inspirational, you listen to a bit of music. There's so many different things we can do. Um, but taking those 10 minutes is like a reboot, you know, and, and we need to reboot several times throughout the day. It's not just like you just get up in the morning and then go all through the day and then go to bed at night. Like, you know, take those little stop gaps, take a breather um, and reset yourself for the day. And you'll, you'll feel you'll feel you'll feel better within yourself. You'll be more productive. Um, and then that's, and that, that's just a win win, then, isn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. And I like that you mentioned about taking 10 or even 15 minutes just for yourself, because we can get so wrapped up and caught up in our days that we don't take that time. So we don't let our bodies adjust again from the cut and thrust of, you know, be, being at work or focusing on tasks where sometimes that taking that time away actually clears our mind and enables us to become more creative because it gives us ideas it refreshes us 
And therefore, sometimes when we're looking for answers that they haven't been coming, by having that self-care break, it's not even a self-care break, just having a break and taking that break then just allows the mind to clear and let in new ideas come through that we may not have had. I don't know if you, you know, like me, in the shower, I have these wonderful ideas that come flooding <laughs> into my head sometimes. And that, you know, so it's like you, you finish your shower and you, have, you then do have to go and run and grab a gadget or a phone or something to record the thoughts into that so that you don't forget what you're thinking of or have a notepad somewhere that you can quickly write down what the thoughts were that came to mind. But it's that space where you've taken yourself away from all of the work and thoughts of work that the answers often come to you for the solution that you've been looking for. And again, you mentioned about nature, just walking in nature, being in nature. As you know, I'm a lover of taking pictures of flowers. If I'm out and about and I see a flower that calls to me, the phone comes out and I grab a picture of it. But it's a, that's a bit of joy, it's some pleasure there. And it's, a, you know, I'm capturing that moment and sometimes to be able to just go back and flick through the phone, it reminds me what I was doing on that day. So there's all these little things that we can do that do not take a lot of time. They don't necessarily have to cost us money, but they replenish us in such a way that it actually gives us more time. You know, mm. you mentioned about movement. So it may just be that you get out of the chair and you do some stretches. Because again, you're getting your oxygen and your energy flowing in your body, which again, it gets, you know, we can get scientific here and talk about what it releases, etc. But we're not, we're not scientists. <laughs> we're mum's <laughs> figuring it out. We are. And, but, you know, but it's, it's, there's so many little things that we can each be doing. That, and it doesn't even have to be 10 minutes. Like it could be five minutes, two minutes. But it's just yeah. making sure we keep giving ourselves these little breaks. So they're like little treats we give ourselves during the course mm-hmm. of the day that make so much difference. Mm. And yeah, this yeah, I say this is such a, a wide topic that we could be given examples. We could be given all sorts of things. Definitely. But it, you know, I think you know we've discussed it before. But it's just helping listeners to be mindful of the fact that they can be putting themselves first without it taking them away from the things that they need to be getting mm. done and replenishing themselves so that they've got more should we say fuel in their personal tank to sustain them so that they can complete the things they need to complete yeah and and that's absolutely true and this is this is such a great topic for mums figuring it out because mums we always say we don't have time for ourselves (laughs) and what we're saying here is a little 10 minutes you can have a little 10 minutes in your day and as we say it doesn't have to be 10 minutes in one go you might have to break it up throughout your day but it really does help you to reboot just to have that 10 minutes as Roxanne said. And um, just taking that time out will, yeah, it will will just help you feel so much better. And it's, and you know, if you're, you know, whether you're at home mum or you're a working mum or you're, you know, you've got your own business, you know, when you're a parent, we, you know, especially us mums, we put everyone first, don't we? we? we put our friends, our family, you know, people come to us all the time because we're nurturing and caring and, you know, asking us for help and support. And we give, we give, 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 give all day long. 
And then usually it's if we have any energy at the end of the day for ourselves um, that we might get, you know, that we might tap into a little bit of self-care. And it's just, you know, it's kind of counterproductive to, I guess, what we think because, you know, some people, you know, people think, well, you know, self-care is selfish. But actually, as Roxanne said, it's about putting fuel in your tank. Um, you know, as I say, you can't you can't pour for an empty cup. Um and, you know, I like the analogy of, you know, when you're on a flight and they always say to, you know, in case of an emergency, put your oxygen mask on first because then you can help others. And I think as mums, we do need to remember that, that when we take that that little time out for ourselves to reboot, to re-energise, to rehydrate, whatever it is that we know that we need to do, then we can be so much more productive and um feel better within ourselves feel more feel more fulfilled have more energy and you know and then we'll just like you, you just sparkle you'll just be radiant you'll just feel that that much better and if you feel better then it again has a knock-on effect on all those people that you're caring for so it will have a knock-on effect on your family and, and friends and everyone around you so um yeah it's a bit of a domino effect as well so you are you are helping others by helping yourself Oh, most definitely. And what um, came to my mind as you were talking, there's a message for mums with younger children. So you could be a mum at home with younger children. And you're thinking, yeah, that sounds really good, but my child's always around me, my child's always there. Get them involved. So it may be that you want to decide, you know, you start doing stretches or you do some yoga poses with them, get them doing it beside you as well. So they get into that habit of stretching. They get into the habit of doing it. So they feel as though they're, they're grown up with you. So they're, you know, they're, they're included. So you can be getting your, yours, you know, uh, flexibility sorted out. And they're there with you doing it without them thinking, oh, you know, you've excluded them. And then you can have a good old belly laugh with them afterwards, which also is good because laughing is so good for your psyche, for your emotions, everything. So have fun with them. If you, you know, if you can't get away from them, do some fun things with them and have fun and have a good laugh with them. Or if they're painting, you can be painting too. So there are things that you can do that it doesn't have to feel like work. You don't have to create stress for yourself trying to say, get them occupied so you can go off and do what you need to do. Get them involved with you. And that, yeah. you know, and that's good for the relationship as well because then that creates another kind of bond between the two of you. Mm. So don't always feel that you have to be isolated to enjoy self-care. You can get others involved. It may be, then become a family thing. Who knows? Yeah, I know sometimes we decide to we do um, these family music challenges. So we'll be around the table and we'll, we'll, you know, one person has to select a song and then it goes to the next person, next person. And it can be hilarious as to what you do, but it's fun. But you're still doing something that energizes you and makes you feel good. And that's what we're talking about. How do you make yourself feel good? Yes, absolutely. And I like a couple of things you said there. I like the fact that you said, like, it can be fun like it doesn't have to be serious it like you said having a belly laugh oh my gosh that is like the best thing ever you feel so good after a really good laugh so yeah i think um make it fun involve the children um you know if you can't because you might you might not have someone to be you know to keep an eye on the children for 10 minutes or 
whatever we can wait till they've gone to bed but just involve them in it and and also from you know like what you were saying Roxanne that we're you know as parents we are role models to our children so if they see us practicing self-care the chances you know and they do that see that from a young age then that will become part of their way of living you know um so self-care will be embedded with them as well which again means that ripple effect that i talked about earlier it, it will continue so again it, it it serves everybody um and can be enjoyable as well so we don't always think it's all all serious self-care can be absolute fun <laughs> watch some cat videos <laughs> You know what, we'd love to hear from you in terms of some of the things that you do to make yourself feel good, to keep yourself young and energised and happy. So do email us and you can email us at mumsfiguringitout at gmail.com. If you're listening via Apple, do um, you can actually leave comments. So we'd love to hear from you. What do you do? for your own self-care or what do you think about the idea of self-care because you may feel that it's all frivolous and it's what not where we you know we've, we beg to differ but everybody's got their opinion on it and you know join in the conversation and share with us what are you doing what do you think how you know if there's anything else that we can share with you on self-care because we've just done an introduction here today and we just wanted to get the message out to you and we're waiting to hear from you so joe i'm going to pass it back to you <laughs> thank you roxanne well we hope you've enjoyed um this episode um as roxanne said you know this could be much, uh, a much bigger conversation but we're going to stop it there so we hope you've enjoyed it um and from me it's goodbye and enjoy the enjoy your day and I look forward to catching you on the next episode. So bye for now. Take care. Bye.